You know, it's been over a year since we visited with the administrator of the SBA. And boy, over a year ago, it was just terrible. I listened back to the tape the last time we spoke to Ms. Guzman. The NFIB Optimism Index was at an 11-month low. We just had another round of COVID. And it was just devastating for small business. I think a lot's changed. The SBA administrator is Isabel Guzman and joins us right now. It's good to have you with us again. It's great to be here again. So do we clear victory? Is it all over with? Are they in good shape? Well, I mean, our small businesses are so resilient, as they showed during the pandemic, and they're, you know, up for the current challenges that they may be facing in the marketplace. You know, there's still... Um, obviously, uh, some small businesses that are dealing with workforce challenges uh, or inflationary pressures, even though inflation has dropped for the last 12 months, the things are getting better, they're telling me. Um, overall, uh, you know, obviously, we're continuously looking to help them uh, not only just survive, but also grow and take advantage of the great investments that we're making in America right now, whether that's building our roads and bridges or investing in uh, energy transition and clean energy economy. So. We are, uh, you know, continuously hopeful by the hope that they must. There's been 12.2 million new business applications filed uh, in Texas. It's really? over a million. Yes, in Texas, it's over a million, and just remarkable numbers of people jumping in to pursue that idea that they've had uh, to start a business, and and uh, they're pursuing it, and creating jobs in the process. You know, going into COVID, I mean, we really didn't know what was what we were going to face, but. I think we were prepared for the worst. And I watched the Federal Reserve just take a bazooka and fire money into the economy, and it worked, and it, and it kept it going, supported it. And the same kind of thing for small business. I was looking back, there was the Paycheck Protection Program, which everybody had to figure out how to do. And then there was the uh, Economic Injury Disaster Loan, EIDLs, Shuttered Venues Grants, the Restaurant Re Revitalization Fund, the SBA debt relief. So was all that money spent? Is it still is it still trickling out to help these small businesses? SBA deployed $1.2 trillion. And I think that uh, the Biden-Harris administration has been really committed to making sure the smallest of the small were able to tap into those resources. And so uh, I think as a result of that huge investment in our small businesses, we've seen them be able to position for growth. Uh, we want competition in this country. And in fact, uh, the, the SBA was founded on the principle that competition and innovation through entrepreneurship uh, are necessary for our economy to thrive. And so to see that uh, small businesses were able to uh, pivot and recover and get relief from the federal government and uh, has really you know, heartened them to continue to plow through. So are those programs over? Are they still getting help, getting help or are all those programs yeah, over? The relief programs have all been closed. And now the Biden-Harris administration has really been focused uh, on making sure that our regular capital access programs, which we deploy over $40 billion every year, uh, that those capital programs are accessible to small businesses. The uh, the payback. Now, one of the, we had a banker on not too long ago who was educating the small businesses how to apply for uh, forgiveness of, of some of the loans. But not all of these loans are, are forgivable, right? No. So the Paycheck Protection Program was forgivable. Right. And uh, we processed uh, over 95% of forgiveness. And some people uh, are still either going through the process or, or making payments against those loans. Uh, but in addition to that, the economic injury disaster loans that you referenced, uh, those COVID idols, uh, those were 30-year 
uh, fixed interest, low interest loans that small businesses were able to access. Those were not forgivable. So the SBA has been servicing those loans, deploying uh, all, all our resources to support small businesses as they start to pay back those loans. I know, I know why you're in North Texas. You're speaking to a, a fascinating group, the Black Greek Letter, Black Greek Letter Organizations, and talking to them about uh, building businesses and sustainable. What's the message going to be? Yeah, well, I mean, I, while I'm in town, I'm going to meet with one of our community navigators. We uh, leaned in, as the president likes to say, you got to uh, know how to know. Uh, we wanted to make sure small businesses could access our technical assistance and resources. So through our great community navigator network, uh, including in Texas, we're meeting locally with the DEC network to make sure small businesses are plugged in. But with the uh, Alpha Phi Alpha fraternity, uh, we are continuing our tour with the Divine Nine, the uh, National Panhellenic Society to make sure that uh, our Black businesses can access the resources at the SBA as well. Uh, SBA is all about public-private partnerships, so to be able to connect to more entrepreneurs uh, through the Alpha is uh, wonderful. Yeah, this DEC organization here is really a fascinating, the Dallas Entrepreneur Center, uh, and it's grown a lot, and, and it, it, in, it itself has grown. You know, a lot of different branches spread around. It seems like a lot of good businesses have sprung up out of that. I think that they've been contributing and helping to ensure that those new applications that I referenced, as well as uh, existing businesses, have the resources and tools to survive. I think, you know, when we talk about challenges that small businesses face, it's it's ones that they face every day, making sure that their operations are strong, that they're, they have a good workforce, uh, that they retain and uh, that they have a good strategy to build their revenues. And so uh, these center networks you know, provide the uh, resources and through the SBA funding, free resources to help business owners strengthen their bottom line. Yeah, it really is a resilient group. I, coming out of COVID, I'm amazed. I mean, we lost around here, it was visible. We lost a lot of restaurants, as I guess they did around the around the country. And a lot of small businesses didn't make it, but a lot more made it than I thought. And maybe it was because of these paycheck protection programs and that sort of thing. But one thing you must have learned as, as the administrator for the SBA, because you've been doing this a while now, is there is an enormous attrition rate in small businesses. Oh, yes. I mean, the, the there's constant births um, and constant deaths and in entrepreneurship. And so, uh, it's ensuring that we would position as many of those startups as possible with the resources and tools and the capital that they need, the funding that they need to, to be strong and grow and create jobs. Uh, but there, there's a constant cycle of small businesses and entrepreneurs, whether that's successfully passing to the second generation or selling the business or, um, or, or closing their doors. But we, uh, we want to make sure that as many of them that want to stay in business and grow their business, that they have the tools and resources to do so. Uh, and, and I think right now what's important is, you know, we did invest heavily in our small businesses. And it's because of that great relief and focus on small businesses that many of them were able to survive. And uh, as we look towards the future, we need to continue to shop small, but also make sure that the federal programs and the local programs are positioned to support and connect with all of our entrepreneurs. Uh, and that's what the SBA is focused on. You know, aside from the financial challenges that we always hear from them, we also hear the, the, the labor shortage is they seem to be facing the same thing. And there's a lot of competition for labor and, and educated labor. That's the other part of it. Yeah. And the Biden and Harris administration has really been 
focused on that, you know, workforce development, making sure that there are apprenticeships available uh, and that, the, you know, are we investing in education and focusing on our future? Uh, you know, but small businesses, they create two thirds of net new jobs and they employ nearly half of the private workforce. And so they're a critical part of, uh, of uh, workforce issues. Mm -hmm. and we want to make sure that their, their employees get the training and that they can retain them because they are competing with larger firms uh, for their employees. And so a lot of what we do in our networks, we have district offices and uh, centers like DEC that uh, do our small business development centers, our women's business centers, our veterans business outreach centers, and our score partners is help businesses navigate local resources for workforce. Uh, to make sure they're plugging in and getting those workers. Well, you are always welcome in Texas, your old your old home state. And uh, it's nice to talk to you. I, I know it was February 22nd, uh, February 2022, when we talked last time, and it was just so bleak out there. It's really nice to talk to you when things are, are looking up. The administrator and of the... it's definitely S looking up. I mean, I think that the... Um, the effect of investing in America has really spurred entrepreneurship, as we said, but we're seeing it in the recovery numbers yeah. with job creation and low unemployment and inflation continuing to drop. So um, we're hopeful because our entrepreneurs are hopeful. And, and even the Fed hasn't put us in a recession. Madam Administrator, thank you again for the time. Thank you so much. Thanks. For more of our conversation, go to krld.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.